Wake up, West Georgia. It's time for the podcast powered by coffee and Mountain Dew. The Morning Five with Bryce Sparling and Billy Lindahl. Good morning, West Georgia. Welcome in to the Morning Five podcast. Today is Wednesday, March 8th, and it is brought to you by the Parian Lawyers. Nobody wakes up thinking, man, I hope I hire a lawyer today, but hey, life happens. Don't call one of those big law firms with overused slogans and thousands of billboards. We have a top-notch law firm right here in West Georgia. The Parian Lawyers with offices in Carrollton and Bremen, personal injury, workman's comp, and everything in between. Find them at callcadenow.com. That's C-A-L-L-C-A-D-E-N-O-W.com. Local lawyers, catchy slogans, a few billboards, big results. Billy, today is National Peanut Cluster Day. Okay. You a fan of Peanut Cluster? Um, uh, you know how I am with peanuts, so... Right. I know you're not, I know you don't like nuts very much. No. Can I entice you with nuts covered in chocolate, though? Sure. Yeah? That's how you prefer your nuts? Yes. All right, so not a big nut fan, but a fan of nuts covered in chocolate. Okay. I don't, I, 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 yeah, I'm, I don't know if, I'm sort of on the fence about this one. I'm not a big chocolate fan, but I do enjoy nuts. Um, as everybody knows, I'm a big nut fan. But I, I don't know, not a huge, not a huge uh, peanut cluster guy. Doesn't, doesn't entice me much. Yeah, Just I'm, looking at these pictures, not appetizing. Yeah, I, I would prefer... I would prefer my nuts covered in something other than just, you know, being plain. I'm not just a plain big, nuts. Can't I can't do plain nuts? Okay, can't can't do plain nuts. You did a, a plain glizzy last night. I can do that, but yeah, plain nuts. See, I love plain nuts. That's my that's my biggest uh, favorite snack. Today is also National Retro Video Game, Billy. What's your favorite retro video game? Ooh, ooh, this one's good. A lot of good, a lot of good retro video games out there. Gosh, um, I love the original Mario Brothers. The one that came out in 1981? Yeah, um, I also love uh, Mario Brothers NES, I mean Super NES. Oh, this, yeah, what was that, three? I think that was three. I don't was know. It, or was that just Super Mario Brothers? I need Crunky on here, Crunky would know all about that. Yeah, the one on SNES was awesome. I'll give you that. You know, you know my dad and uh, you know Greg and Kathy. They still have. Oh, no, 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 not Super NES. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, 64. Oh, the the first 3D, the the first yeah. Mario World or whatever. Yes. Yeah, that one was amazing. Yeah, that one's awesome. I'm trying to think what else. I love Bob Jackson football or um, the Retro Bowl. Retro Bowl. Yeah. That was a good one. That was a cheat code with Bo Jackson. There's there's also a uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles video game that was on the original Nintendo system that was awesome. Was that the side-scroller that they turned into a uh, an arcade cabinet game eventually? Yes. Yeah, yeah, I remember that one. I remember. I never played that one on actual home console, but I did play that in, in the arcade, uh, you know, the arcade cabinet version of it. I remember that one. That one was really good. Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to go. My favorite, my two favorite retro video games. Um, my, my 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 number one favorite, the classic, the all time like video game that I probably have more hours in than any video game ever. And I'm, I'm a huge video game guy. Uh, was was Goldeneye for Nintendo 64. 
Yeah. Um, I mean, hours and hours and hours we played GoldenEye when I was a little kid. I love GoldenEye. It, it still remains one of my favorite video games of all time and definitely my favorite retro video game. And number two, the second favorite video game, retro video game of all time, mine is Blitz. Um, because that was Blitz. one of the most... Oh, dude, it was so fun. Blitz was yeah. amazing. I still play Blitz. I have I have the N64 emulator on my PC, and I still play GoldenEye and Blitz. And you know now, Billy, I don't know if y'all have a Switch, but a lot of the old N64 games are getting ported over to the Switch. Um, I, know, I know GoldenEye is there. I'm not sure about Blitz. I need to look. But they're starting to port in the old N64 games. So, uh, so GoldenEye or Blitz? GoldenEye and Blitz are my two... My two favorite retro video games, and it's funny because my mom is also a big GoldenEye fan. GoldenEye's music for the video game just slapped. Like it was, and then all the levels, dude. They all had their own little, little nuance music. Uh, so good. It was, it was, it was, it was so good, man. I remember the uh, the snow level had its own score, and it was it was like one of the creepiest eeriest music when you were going in the snow and it looked like you were all alone oh yeah yeah that was a that was a that was a banger of a video game billy yesterday the braves fell to the red sox 10 to 2 continuing spring training uh pilar was the only person with the braves to have rbis yesterday had two rbis it uh, comes off of a two-run shot to left field and this was an absolute moonshot I mean, I think the ball, if they were having a, a launch, NASA was having a rocket launch down there, that ball might have hit the rocket, you know, exiting the uh, the stadium. Yeah, it was it was definitely a shot. There's no doubt about that. I think that thing went up a mile. That was like, it looked, looked like a pitching wedge. It looks like one of my pitching wedges uh, hit it up. Jared Schuster, three innings pitch, zero earned runs and four Ks. That's good to see out of uh, a Braves prospect. And the Braves, or not the Braves, but uh, MLB released their top 10 prospects for each uh, club yesterday. Yeah. And this is the Bra- this is the Braves list. Uh, J.R. Ritchie's number one from one to 10. Cole Phillips, Owen Murphy, Braden Shoemake, Ambioris Tavares, Jared Schuster, A.J. smith Shaver, Blake Burhalter, Spencer Schwellenbach, and Rottery Munoz. I really have only heard of two of those. I've heard of Jared Schuster and Braden Shoemake. The other ones honestly don't sound terribly familiar to me. I think I remember a lot of those being drafted. I just, it's been a minute since I've heard them. So, I mean, that's not highly uncommon. Um, And obviously they haven't been doing great things in the organization, but, um, they're getting there and you know shoemake he's been in camp the past couple of years and so is um schuster if i'm not mistaken so we'll see how yeah and right now right now schuster to your point schuster and shoemake both have uh they have an mlb eta meter on all 10 of these and shoemake and schuster all have the mlb eta of this year Everybody else has an MLB ETA of 2024 beyond. Yeah, there's no doubt. So we might see uh, one of those two guys. I don't know how Schuster's been pitching in in preseason or in, excuse me in spring training, but um, but yeah, Shoemaker is a guy that I know. I remember them drafting him, and I remember hearing him. I remember him seeing him up in uh, Rome, and he there's sort of been quite a bit of buzz around him at the shortstop position. So we'll probably I'd be pretty shocked if we don't see. 
at least three or four of these guys have some time in the majors this year. I'm not going to say it's a lot. I'm not going to say they're going to contribute, but they'll come up and have a cup of coffee, then probably go back down because, I mean, 162 games, the long season, you need a lot of people to help out. Keep saying that as if that's not, it, it changes every year. What? 162 games. Well, I'm saying that now because it will change. I mean, as some, I, I'm assuming at some point we'll get up to 200 games. No, I'm assuming it'll go back. I think what? it'll go back to 154. Really? Yeah, I really do. Wow, I, I'm all for that. Less games, make them shorter too. You know me, I want to shorten the game. I'm fine with that. I like oh, that. It's about to be shortened. Thanks yeah, it is. Fuck. <laughs> we have a 7 o'clock first pitch. We're going to be home and in bed by 9.30. Uh, <laughs> Uh, the Falcons yesterday, Billy, they make some offseason moves. Lorenzo Carter, they get a deal done with him. It's a two-year, $9 million uh, deal for him with $5.25 million guaranteed. The deal maxes out at $10 million with incentives. Lorenzo Carter last year had 39 solo tackles, 19 assists, and five sacks rated out as a 60.5 overall in PFFs. Uh, player grade. He was tied for seventh among his uh, position for solo tackles. Uh, ED with at least 20% of the league's highest volume. So he was in uh, the 20, the top 20% for the highest volume of plays played last year in the entire NFL. Billy, do you like this move by the Falcons? Yeah, I do. I think it's Lorenzo Carter. It's a good defensive um, depth move. move. Yeah. Um, I think we're probably going to go after an edge edge rusher in, in free agency. And if, if you have Lorenzo Carter as your backup, as opposed to your primary starter, I think that's a really good depth move. So having him back there, plus he's a dog. And, you know, that makes Georgia fans very, he's, very He's happy. a what? He's a dog. He's a what? He's a dog. He's a dog. So yeah, and that's that's something we've been hearing from Georgia fans for quite a while. Is like they've they've been a big proponent of the Falcons drafting dogs, and you know they re-signed one. I'm with you. I think it's a great depth move for the Falcons. This isn't going to win you any games, but this is the type of move that good NFL franchises need. You need depth guys who are going to come in and you know provide your top end guys with a couple of breaks during a defensive you know a long defensive drive and not have too much of fall off in production. Two uh, years I, I lo- million is really good. So honestly, it's just going to be two years at just under, I would say, under five million dollars a year per year. So because the guaranteed's already taken care of, right? So yes, yeah, guaranteed was in the uh, salary bonus or the bonus. So that's that's perfect. And with five sacks last year, I bet he was pretty close to leading the uh, the Falcons with the most sacks in the team. Oh, joke, man. <laughs> So, yeah, I think that's a good depth move from the Falcons. I like to see that. What I don't like to see is the Falcons are officially out on Lamar Jackson. And it, I, I don't know. The reaction from the fans I've seen is, is kind of 50-50. Um, I know a lot of people are, are saying that's good, that they don't want Lamar Jackson here because of the price tag. Uh, and then I've seen a lot of people, a lot of fans say, who the hell cares about the price tag? We need a win. Um, so this is, you know, I don't know if this is a move by the front office a vote of confidence for Desmond Ritter, or if they're going to possibly draft a starter with the number eight pick in the draft. No, um, I, it'll, I, it'll be interesting to see. This is a thousand percent Deshaun Watson's fault. A thousand percent. 
aired. You think Lamar Jackson was getting massages too? No, I, I think that owners are very, very scared to have what happened with Sean Watson happen with anybody else. So they're trying not to price themselves out and and just go in a bidding war for a quarterback. And I think that's honestly what what has come down to this. And it's look, I, I think Lamar Jackson's a, a phenomenal talent. I think he's gonna be a great quarterback for years to come. But I just and I, I would love to see him in a Falcons uniform. I honestly would. But I told you this at the beginning of the year when we were talking about this originally, that I'll believe it when I see it because you kept saying, oh, it's happening, it's happening, it's happening. No, I don't. Arthur Blank would need to write a a massive check right now just to get him here. And that is the problem because he's still a little bit gun-shy because of what happened with Sean Watson last year. Because look what happened with Cleveland. They, They... said yep we're gonna give you this massive contract biggest contract in the history of the nfl most guaranteed money in the history of the nfl but hey oh here's a suspension we're all good yeah i mean the deal with the, the deal with cleveland though and deshaun deshaun watson though you can't really judge it right now because who knows that that deal might come out and be phenomenal in three years because of how long they got to sign him i mean Lamar Jackson's a top five quarterback in the NFL. And if you don't want to risk and gamble and go out there and try to get a top five quarterback, then I, I don't know. Do you deserve to win? Like you don't win Super Bowls by being timid. You win Super Bowls by being bold and make making bold moves. And I just see this as a very timid move by the Atlanta Falcons front office. It's not I mean, Lamar Jackson, not- Lamar Jackson's out there. He's, he's way better. Lamar Jackson is way better than any quarterback you've ever had in Atlanta. He, Lamar Jackson has a bigger upside than Matt Ryan, and he has a longer longevity than Mike Vick did. Uh, this this could have brought in one of the greatest quarterbacks your franchise has ever seen, and they don't want to do it because it's going to cost too much money. I don't I don't understand that. Now, if they don't want to do it because of the draft capital, they're going to have to trade away. You know, I would argue the Falcons don't draft that good anyway. So who the hell cares if you have to trade away picks? What are you going to do? Draft another tight end with a number with a number eight pick this year? I think it's a stupid move. I think it's a timid move, and nobody wins games by being timid and scared. Well, if you look around the league, everybody's saying the same thing. The the quarterback driven or the quarterback or teams that need quarterbacks desperately right now are all out on it. You notice that everyone has come out and said, "No, we're not going to go after Lamar. No, we're not doing this." Every single one, Bryce, are all out. Are they? That's the question. I don't think they are. I I think I believe the Falcons, but I think what what's going to happen is the chips are going to have to fall with Aaron Rodgers before the Lamar Jackson stuff starts kicking up. I think a lot of these teams that need quarterbacks are coming out and saying they're out of the Lamar Jackson deal because the Aaron Rodgers chip hasn't fallen. I think once the Aaron Rodgers chip falls, then the Lamar Jackson stuff is going to go on. But I, I think Lamar Jackson legitimately wants to stay in Baltimore. So that's another thing where, you know, I think a lot of teams might try to trade for him and Lamar Jackson might not want to go there. I think Lamar legitimately wants to stay in Baltimore and legitimately wants to get a long-term deal done with the Ravens. The Ravens just don't want to pay him the money. And I, I don't, I seriously don't understand it. I mean, you're not, you're not going to win the Super Bowl with some, you know, backup. He's also representing himself. So that's something that you have to consider. Yes. Yeah. Him and his mother, 
are their own agents. They don't have an NFLPA. So that'll be an interesting situation to watch up in Baltimore. I, I don't I don't understand the hesitation of giving this guy a long-term deal. Um, you know, I'm trying to think back. It, I, I think he's the most talented quarterback I can ever remember playing in Baltimore. Yeah, I mean, you, know, you take away Joe Flacco, you take away... I mean, you give me prime Lamar over prime Joe Flacco any day of the week. And Elvis Gerback, Trent Dilfer. I Detmer. Baltimore hasn't had good quarterbacks. No. And, and now they have a guy that, in my opinion, could be a franchise guy. GM up, dude. He's already won an MVP. I don't know. It's, it's, it's baffling. That team sucks anyways. So maybe they want to trade Lamar and restart. I don't, I don't blame them. Uh, Billy, there's been some rumors flying around. We actually touched on it, I don't know, a couple weeks ago, or a couple months ago, actually, and it's back in the news now over some Twitter fodder. The NHL is rumored to be coming back to Atlanta, and uh, right now it looks like they'll be moving into the Alpharetta area is where they are looking at. Billy, NHL to Atlanta, are you excited about this? I'll believe it when I see it. Um, but yes, I am very excited to have NHL back in Atlanta, honestly. That's that's huge news for the city of Atlanta, even if it is in Alpharetta. Um, it's that's that's massive. Bring bring hockey back to Atlanta. It I promise you it wasn't as much as people said it was all about the fans didn't show up, the fans didn't show up. Fans showed up, and if you look at the average attendance for the Thrashers versus the Hawks, who were under the same ownership at the time, the Thrashers actually outdrew the Hawks every single night on average. And, and you want to talk about the fans didn't show up? That's that's BS. What's it? The ownership just didn't give a crap about the in it the NHL and we if you get an ownership group that actually gives a crap and that actually wants them here in Atlanta that actually just wants to see the NHL thrive which is exactly what you want in an ownership group or owner make it freaking happen god I miss hockey in Atlanta it's it's unreal and you want to talk about the Atlanta Gladiators that's that's, that's minor league hockey it's it's nowhere near if if you go to watch minor league hockey versus major league or versus the NHL game you don't see a difference you're sadly sadly mistaken I mean they both play on on ice and they both have skates and a pop and a stick I mean it's it's pretty much sort of the similarity do what it's pretty much where the similarities finish yeah I mean, it's the same. It's the same. I enjoy minor league stuff, though. I, like, I, I enjoy watching the Rome Braves more than I do the Atlanta Braves. Like, I just I just enjoy that atmosphere more. But, I mean, you're right. The game is the game is vastly different. And it's the ownership group. When the when hockey was here, hockey was big. I mean, fans were – I mean, they had – what was it? The Blue Blue Nation or Blue Man. something? What was their fan called? Blue Land. Blue Land, yeah. Um, I mean, the fans were there. The coverage was there. It was 1,000% the ownership group. The ownership group – drove the thrashers into you know obscurity uh i remember when the thrashers made the playoffs that i think they made it what one year they had a really good team they made it and i mean the, the town was a buzz with hockey news and hockey coverage it was all over everywhere um so the, the fans are here 
if they want to move back into Atlanta or Alpharetta, wherever they want to move to. Um, but you hit the nail on the head. They have to have an ownership group that cares. They have to have an ownership group that's going to pump money into it, pump advertising into it. And they're going to have to do it right. Honestly, I would just take a page out of what Atlanta United does. I mean, Atlanta United has, has made an entire culture um, out of that soccer team. And even when they sucked last year, they still did a really good job of marketing it and getting people to come out in the stadium. So um, I, I'm excited. I hope it happens. Billy, do you think it's they're going to rebrand and it's going to be the Thrashers again coming into Atlanta? Or you think it's going to be a new mascot? Yeah, I think it'd be the Thrashers, honestly. Just redo the Thrashers? Uh, I mean, it hasn't been that long since since they've been gone um it's 2010 it's the last year i know that doesn't seem very long but if you really consider the flames left in the mid 80s and then went on so it's when did the knights leave you remember the knights were a minor league team yeah when did they 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 left too didn't they yeah i think for somewhere for a canadian canadian city or something i can't remember yeah. They, were, they were minor league though. Who who do you think who do you think's the owner of this of this new hockey when it comes in? Oh, it, you know, it, it was um there's been rumors that um is it Steve Weeks or um he's been I don't, a part of it. I'd love dude, I'd love for it. Let's happen. Let's make it happen. I got I got a, I got a name for you owner wise. He already owns two franchises in Atlanta, and he's done a pretty good job with both of them, in my opinion. No. Ar- Arthur Blank. No. Why don't you want Blank to own the NHL team? Does he give... I mean... Does he give a crap he, about he, hockey? That doesn't matter. does matter. No, it doesn't. It does not. Do you, do you think Arthur Blank cares about soccer? Arthur Blank does not care about soccer. He cares about making money. In order and he does a phenomenal job with it. You need an ownership group that gives a crap about hockey. Why? I just... We've seen two franchises leave Atlanta. Because the owner... Yeah, did, did either one of them have an owner like Arthur Blank? Or were they both conglomerately owned? They were both conglomerately... <sighs> it just didn't give a crap about hockey. No. Right. I mean, that's Arthur Blank probably doesn't give a crap about soccer before he bought Atlanta United, but he bought Atlanta United and he went all in. I mean, Arthur Blank is one of the done done a phenomenal job of making Atlanta Atlanta United a more home brand than the Hawks are. And the Hawks have been here for forever. I, but the Hawks ownership has been crap. I love Uncle Arthur. I really do. I really, really freaking do. He is done with the Falcons. I mean, <laughs> He's done with the I mean, he's done a good job with the Falcons, too, honestly, with, yeah. with the branding and everything. But it, what he's done with the Falcons and United have been have been stellar. That being said, you need an ownership that gives a crap about hockey for this to work in the South. I promise you, I promise you, I promise you, that's what needs to happen. And you don't think Arthur Blank can do that? I don't think so. I think you are a thousand percent wrong. Arthur Blank gives a crap about Atlanta and wants to see Atlanta thrive, but that doesn't mean that he gives a crap about hockey. I, I think Arthur Blank would kill it as, as the Thrashers owner. And I, I think I think he would he would turn but I mean if he did that, Arthur Blank would want to own whatever arena they played in. So being an Atlanta team is definitely out, I would think. Yeah. Um is is them being an Alpharetta gonna 
going to irk you at all? I mean, it'd be a trip, yeah, but at the same time, it's a lot closer than uh, Nashville and a lot closer than Carolina. So. Yeah, but I want to go to Nashville. Like, I don't want to go to Alpharetta. Like, it, I just, I, I probably wouldn't go to mini games, honestly. If it was up in Alpharetta, like, I, I, I would, I don't even know if I would go to a game if it was up there. Um, I'd watch, I'd be a fan, but yeah, that's. So NHL might be coming to Atlanta. Keep your uh, keep your ears to the ground. All right, let's get to the Marine South scoreboard. In baseball from yesterday, we had a gorgeous day of, ba- of gorgeous night. Perfect day for baseball. Uh, Temple versus Armouche. We don't have a score, um, even though it was at home in Temple. Um, and you and I were there all night last night, so I'm surprised we didn't hear a score there. I didn't. I didn't see anybody playing baseball either. I looked over there uh, when we were coming in, and leaving, and I didn't see anybody warming up. I saw a couple baseball players, but I never actually saw anybody like playing or warming up over there. I saw the team kind of come in there at the end of the boys' game, um, into the stands, baseball team. So I don't know. Uh, Mount Zion falls to New Manchester, twenty-three to thirteen. Baseball. That is a high-scoring affair. My goodness, that's a football score. Good Lord. Uh, in a game you heard on Hometown Sports Media uh, last night, Hart County falls to Mo- Model. Modell, as Bryce calls it. Um, Harold's Modell. Versus Murray County, no score. Um, we don't have a score for that one as well. Harrelson falls to Cedartown, 9 to nothing. And then we also don't have a score for Woodland at Bowden. I'm sure we will find out here shortly. Um, uh, Coach Brian Vance in soccer last night. Temple split says Mount Zion. Girls beat Temple wins eight to five. Boys Mount Zion wins four to nil. Carrollton beats East Coweta three to one. Isaac Cruz, Austin Raider, and Freddie Perez all scored in the win. And then Central versus Heritage. The girls fell to nil, and then the boys won four to one. Raven versus Cass. We couldn't find a score. The game. Temple versus Mount Zion were fun. Bryce and I got to call that those games on the inaugural call of soccer on hometown sports media. Um, just the back and forth on the girls game was fun to watch because yeah, eight to five score line in the girls line. That's nuts, man. That's early. <laughs> that's a lot of goals. And then Mount Zion kind of hugged their way back. It was fun to watch. Yeah, a lot of ebbs and flows in that girls game, and then the uh, the boys game. I mean, uh, Temple just seemed like they couldn't couldn't sustain an attack. It was it was Mount Zion's midfield that did a lot of the uh, a lot of the good work for the Eagles. Um, but yeah, that was a blast last night and a gorgeous night, absolutely gorgeous night. I was um, I, I'm bummed basketball season is over, uh, but you know some of these some of these basketball games I've told you we've called basketball on gorgeous nights like beautiful days. I'm like. Man, I sort of wish this basketball game was being played outside. We got another absolutely gorgeous uh, spring Georgia night last night. In lacrosse yesterday, Bremen girls fell to Noonan 15-6, while the boys beat Noonan 11-6. Carlson also beats Whitewater and continues to push forward into their year. They're doing very, very well um, this season. On the Stump of Games and Events calendar for tonight, in baseball, Villarica versus Tri-Cities at home. 55. Carrollton is at Whitewater at 6, and New Manchester is at Bowden at 5.30, and that is your stu- your Smith's floor covering games and events calendar. I might try to make it out to that Villarica game tonight if we don't have uh, if we don't have practice. We'll see. 
Bill, you need another cup of coffee this morning, man? man? I do. Let's hit it up. Another cup of coffee brought to you by a realtor, Hannah Strong with Robert Goolsby Real Estate Group. Billy Paul Gasol, 12th player in Lakers history to have his jersey retired. Okay. You know what I think about when I see that? Uh, I sure wish I sure wish the Hawks would have drafted Paul Gasol. Oh wait, we did. <laughs> well, 12th player in history. Lakers have some pretty good ones up there. Paul Gasol is up there with them. Great job, Hawks. Uh, giant strike deal with Dan Jones. Do what? Every time I hear Paul Gasol, all I could think of is Kobe running through him um, in the Olympics. <laughs> like Kobe had that dog inside of him, dude. He wasn't letting Paul do nothing. Linebacker mentality just, just like ran through his chest. And he had Mamba mentality, dude. Dude, it. It did a uh, documentary on the Redeemed team, and I watched it, and it was really good. And, like, Kobe told the team, was like, first play, I know what they're running. I'm going to run through Paul's test. Sure enough. Boom. Set the tone early. Knocked him (laughs) down. It was awesome. It was great, dude. That was great. Uh, the Giants strike a deal with Dan Jones, and they use the franchise tag on Saquon Barkley. I think this is a good move by the Giants. They have a good squad there, and then they look over, you know, across the way, and they see the turmoil the Jets are in. They're like, we don't want to go into purgatory there with uh, the Jets. So securing up Dan Jones, who, you know, I don't know if he's he's a top-10 quarterback, but he's certainly a serviceable quarterback. Uh, they they wrap up Dan Jones, and I think, he's only, I think he only is going to make, like, 80 million guaranteed on this contract with which if you look around the league is way below the league average of guaranteed money for quarterbacks. So uh, sort of a team friendly deal for the Giants and and they get the Saquon Barkley on a franchise tag. It's good for both. Honestly. Um, Yep. I was surprised by the numbers for Daniel Jones originally, but when you dive into them, it's a little bit better um, in my opinion, but the tag tag Saquon, that's smart. And honestly, to tag the next guy is smart, too. Yeah, Ravens use franchise tag on quarterback Lamar Jackson. Um, I don't know if he signed it yet and is a non-exclusive tag. Uh, so, yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens, man. That is a weird saga up there. Uh, what's going on? I don't, I don't understand Baltimore's hesitation to signing him to a long-term deal. But we'll, we'll see what Lamar Jackson does with the Ravens this year. Yeah, that's... I mean, uh, can, that's going to be crazy, crazy this offseason. Gonzaga adds another WCC title as Drew Timmer sets the scoring record uh, for Gonzaga. Gonzaga wins 77 to 51 against uh, St. Mary's in the championship game of the West Coast Conference Tournament. Billy, what do you give the Zags chances of winning a national championship this year? 28 and 5. Uh, I think they have a, as good a shot as as anybody, honestly. They're, they're a team that is, you know, kind of senior laden, and I, I really am impressed with um, what they've done, and I, I think they have a good shot. I always get a kick out of Gonzaga. They always come into the tournament with so much pomp and circumstance, and they almost always get knocked out before the Sweet 16. Like, they're just too small. Like, they just they don't play a hard enough schedule. They're just too small inside. We'll, we'll see if this team's any different, but I I never go into the tournament with much faith in Gonzaga just because they're so hyped up, I feel like, every single year. 
Uh, the Jets are in talk with Packers Aaron Rodgers. Billy, are we going to see A.A. Ron take the same path as Brett Favre, go to the Jets, send a weird picture to a front office lady, go to the Minnesota Vikings, and then screw a lot of people out of a lot of money in Louisiana, allegedly. 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 I'm going to throw that out there. Yeah, allegedly. Allegedly screw a lot of people out of money in Louisiana. Um, I'll believe this when I see it. I, I You know, I, I would love to see Aaron Rodgers Tuesday on the Pat McAfee show right now, just with all the rumors swirling, because I would love to hear Aaron, it from Aaron himself. You know, because a couple weeks ago, it was funny, they... You know, some insiders basically had him going into the darkness retreat and Aaron's sitting there just, yeah, they don't know anything. If you you want to talk about they know my inner circle, they clearly don't know my inner circle. And so I I would love to hear Aaron Rodgers talk about this. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. I have, I have no idea what Aaron's thinking. I'm not leaning either way. I, we're going to find out when... The guy's so goofy. He could retire. He could stay with the Packers. He could get traded to the Jets. I don't know. The guy is the guy is an anomaly. He is an enigma. I don't know how his brain works or what's going on behind it. Uh, so I'm not even going to try to speculate on what Aaron Rodgers will do. We'll figure it out when he announces it. When it's announced, we'll find out. He's an odd guy. Yeah, A.A. Ron. A.A. Ron Rodgers. Uh, Billion, today in 1971, Joe Frazier ends Muhammad Ali's 31-fight win streak at Madison Square Garden and retains the heavyweight boxing title by unanimous points decision over a 15-round bout in the fight of the century. God, it's been 19, today in 1971. That's hard to believe. Yeah. Where were you at when you watched this? Uh, you're funny. You really are. <laughs> you got anything else to add today, man? Oh, man, let's get out of here on a hump day. Let's get out of here on a hump day. I think it's going to be another beautiful night tonight. Get out and support a lot of these local athletes. We got some rain moving in later on tonight and tomorrow. So beautiful night tonight. Take advantage of it. And we will see y'all tomorrow. Same time, same place. Shake your neighbors. Just shake them. Shake your neighbors.